All right, folks, welcome back to Rugby Ascendant. This is Chris here in central Pennsylvania. And my uh, guest this time around is Johan Momsen from South Africa. Johan, excellent. He's doing well. So, uh, of course, uh, he's from the Western province part of South Africa there. Now, Johan, unlike all of our North American guys who play rugby, you didn't wait so long to start. I mean, uh, Matt, Matt Heaton didn't start till about 14 years of age, lost a little bit of development there. As I understand it, uh, your dad was a coach and, uh, and you got kind of bold there at the age of six, picked up a ball and never stopped. Yeah, I would say even earlier than that, um, uh, my dad was coaching um, our school's first team. So I, I probably grew up from the age of three, just hanging around him, kicking balls with the likes of uh, guys like Scott Berger, DeVette Barry, uh, big Springboks. So that was a big deal for me growing up, uh, playing on the same field as them. So I had big aspirations from a little boy. And uh, I wouldn't say my dad ever pressured me into playing rugby. I think it was just one of the things that came came. Uh, with, with seeing everything he does. Well, you played uh, for, for Western Province uh, and the under-19, under-21s back in 2014, 2015. What was that like? I mean, that's an iconic, uh, and interest to full disclosure, I do this with, with all my interviews. I'm a Province fan. I have been for over 30 years. I mean, why not? Mm. They've won more Curry Cups than everybody else, and why not? But a uh, big Province fan, all the big names have played there for the most part. Uh, what was that like uh, putting on the hoops? Uh, Brilliant. Uh, I was lucky enough to do it at school too, um, final year of school, so under 18, 19, and 21. And uh, that three years of rugby was probably that laid the foundations for me uh, playing professionally. Um, learned a lot, great systems, um, playing under 18, 19, and 21 for the province. Um, you get get in touch with Springboks, like you said, guys like even Etzebet, you see walking around the same building as you. Um, Skulk Berger, you see a few times. I mean, it's just seeing them in the, on the same field as you train in, um, it, it, it makes you aspire more, I think, uh, gives you more reason to work harder. Um, so, so that was, that was very special for me playing in the hoops as, as that was the city and the region I grew up in. And then, uh, yeah, I had to move on, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're from that area. You're from Parle originally. Yes. Mm, yes. Yeah, and you also, you also played at Stellenbosch for a few years. I played at Stellenbosch University after after under 21. Uh, decided to finish my studies first. Um, took me about four years, I think. Played for University of Stellenbosch in the Varsity Cup. And uh, yeah, that was also part of the foundation that was laid for me to get into the professional setup. Enjoyed that a lot. The Varsity Cup is something very special. Oh, it is. It's it's ironic because I tell people that don't know rugby in South Africa, it's it's now we have to take this year and last year out of the mix because it's not real when it comes to rugby, but let's go back to 2019 and let's say the decade prior for me, watching Curry cup games on televisions, very sad, not, not the play, but the stands, there's almost nobody yeah. there. It's pathetic. Mm. But if you watch a varsity game and saw that thousands of people still come to those games. Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. The atmosphere at varsity level in, in South Africa, oftentimes is much more electric and, and engaging than what you see in Curry cup these days. Yeah. I think you can almost compare it. Um, Smaller scale, but you can compare it to, to uh, college football and NFL, I guess. Uh, I think it's just more exciting seeing the young young youth, the, the people coming through. You're going to see what the future looks like. And also the Varsity Cup has a few rule twists where they try to speed up the game. And uh, yeah, I think the youth just makes it very exciting. Now, you you were also uh, Western Province's Club Player of the Year one season as well. Congratulations on that. That's quite an oh, honor. Thanks. <laughs> That's quite an honor. Yeah, it was uh, special. 
Now, I, I may be a province fan, but I have a soft spot for the people that, for some bizarre reason, like to play their rugby on a concrete pitch. Of course, that's the Greek was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for, the, for, those, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, it's not concrete, but uh, I'm sure Johan can tell us when you hit the ground, it sure feels like concrete up there. Uh, what was it like yeah. playing for the Greek was? You got uh, 18 appearances, if I'm not mistaken, with the Greek was in Curry Cup. Yeah. Um, also, like I said, uh, very it's, it's special playing there. Greek was uh, second oldest union in, in South Africa, just off the province, Western province. So, um, I feel like that's a, it's it's also something that had to happen had to happen for me to develop as a player. I am uh, the mindset going to Greek was like you said you play on a hard pitch. People don't like coming there, so you <laughs> they know, don't. Yep, <laughs> they you know, don't. It's a lower budget team, so I mean it's one of the teams where if you 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 take the pitch, you just have to play as hard as your pitch is. Um, the other the other team has to feel that. I mean, it's it's just the, the identity there. So it learned a lot. Um, had to learn to tackle harder there. Had to learn to run harder. So it's just all part of it. it I still enjoyed it a lot, yeah. Well, you're, you're right about that uh, second oldest uh, union there, a, a team in, in, in South Africa. But what's also interesting mm -hmm. is that while other teams in Curry Cup and in Super Rugby are named after animals and colors, I mean, New Zealand, the blues and reds. Come on. I'm sorry. I just I can't buy into that. But but, you know, in, in South Africa, you got the sharks and you got the bulls and such. The Greek was actually uh, it's an iconic name. It's named after a group of mixed race uh, colored South Africans who migrated to that region. The Greek was under Adam Cook. And um, a lot of people don't know the heritage. Uh, that's got to be an interesting aspect of it, too, that it's not just simply named after some wildlife but actually a group of people yeah it is it's special and i don't think it's uh it, it gets uh even playing that gets told a lot because uh the Griqua badge is actually the oryx um which is also a, a, a antelope in that area a big one so i mean it's it's that's what's what we go by normally usually uh, i think that's as the badge shows but it is it is cool knowing that it's it's a it's a whole different diversity reason that we play for the Greek was. It's all well, that it's called the Greek was. Well, I have to say that uh, one thing. Now, now I'm I'm kind of glad that we've had a chance to chat one on one here because I don't know anybody with the Greek was organization and getting their jerseys online is kind of hard to do. And I haven't been to Kimberly in a long time. It's kind of out of the way, if you know what I mean. Uh, I've, I've, I've driven her through Kimberly and around it to get to Bloemfontein for the Tri-Nations. But uh, yeah. but uh, yeah, so um, if uh, we could talk offline, if you can put me in contact with somebody, and get me a Greek was jersey. Those Greek was jerseys, that teal color jersey is one of the most Beautiful. awesome rugby jerseys out there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. very but special. But, but you're right about teams don't want to go up there and play. I mean, a, a lot of teams that you know, that are top of the log expect to do really well. They struggle sometimes up there playing against the Greek was on that pitch because it's like, who wants to play concrete? Yeah, the, the pitch is definitely a, a leveler. Uh, if you talk about a away game going to Kimberley, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely not the same as going to another nice pitch and just going to play another away game because it's not only the fans that intimidate you, the, the the, the grass and the the team that come up against you, a uh, bunch of hard guys that just really comes at you is very intimidating up in Kimberley. So I think a uh, special place to play rugby at. 
Well, I think we have to, and it's just full disclosure, let people know the truth there. Johan says the grass, but that's just a fairy tale. It's not grass. They just paint the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In the wintertime, the grass all did. <laughs> exactly. They just paint the dirt up there in Kimberly. But <laughs> so you've, you've, you've lived in some interesting locations. I mean, so you're from the Western Cape, one of the most iconic and beautiful spots in the world with a Mediterranean climate. Parl is nestled right there against the mountains. You've got, you've got Franschhoek nearby. You've got Stellenbosch in Cape Town, quite a beautiful spot. Uh, of course, uh, for those that don't know, uh, it's the heart of, of the Afrikaans language, the, the Tal monument, the language monument, the only language in the world that monuments right there in Parl. It's a beautiful spot. You've played there. Then you've went up to Kimberley, which is kind of sparse and <laughs> destitute from a vegetation standpoint. And now you're in Atlanta, which is quite green, but viciously humid in the summertime. It's like Durban without the beaches. So what's it like living in these different places? Has it been a big change for you adjusting physically to those different environments? It's awesome. Uh it's uh, I think it's it's uh, it's definitely a big adjustment the humidity for me um, the heat not not so much I mean we're used to 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 the same type of um, temperatures high temperatures maybe even a little higher but this humidity is really uh, it just gets still getting worse every day so uh, it's different training with a very sweaty jersey you're gonna be wet all the time really focus hard catching the ball. Um, I mean, back home in South Africa, if we know it's going to rain or we're going to Durban this weekend, we'll train with a, a ball that's wet with some soap on it, even maybe uh, training with a slippery ball. We, we never have to do that here. We always, we, we, we have the slipperiness. So um, actually, again, I think good for development, uh, learning all different conditions and different places. Uh, also the turf pitches we have here, um, barely have any grass in the East, in the Eastern Conference. So it's also adjustment, but uh, yeah, everything that contributes to more experience, I guess, it's exciting. No doubt about it. That's that's definitely the case. Uh, but Curry Cup, uh, comparing to Major League Rugby, it's still a new league, and of course, we got a lot of big names have come. You guys played against some of this weekend. You had you had DTH Vandermeer from Canada there, and of course, Adam Ashley Cooper, Matt Gitto. Uh, you've played against some big names, uh, Ben Foden against Rooney, place like that. So a lot of internationals have come over and, and joined. Of course, you're an international. You're from South Africa, but <laughs> but a lot of big names, a lot of established names have come at Major League Rugby. Uh, it, it's got to make for an interesting mix. I mean, for a new league, it's one one would assume maybe it's better than we expected, but maybe it's still not up to the level we see in the Pro 14 or Super Rugby or Curry Cup even. What's it like? I mean, how do you feel about the level of competition in Major League Rugby? Um, from the five games last year to the a bunch of games we've played this year, way, way, way higher. I mean, I feel like every game is getting better. Um, I don't think I've ever played on statistics bowling play as much as we played this past weekend against the Goltini. The Giltinis, um, there was another game two or three weeks back that the ball in play was also, um, I think, 30, 38 and a half minutes. This weekend was 42 minutes, which is, uh, I think, higher than an average Super Rugby game. So it's it's the level is definitely getting up there. Uh, it's probably not there yet. I think a little bit more errors. Uh, and if you make an error, you won't get punished as hard. Mm. Um, I think that is the only thing that I can pick up. But if... I think I'm enjoying rugby uh, even more than I think back home. It's exciting. Everything's new. Um, there's way more things going on around the rugby, um, which I think America is very good at doing uh, sports and uh, the marketing side of it is, is next level. So uh, yeah, enjoying everything. And I think is big things to come. 
definitely that's certainly a, a draw for American. One reason why when when um, when Super Rugby was talking about expanding and they looked at Japan and Argentina, I'm like, well, you might consider Hawaii or the West Coast if you're going to do that. Because uh, one thing about the U.S. is the television markets, the marketing, the spectacle they make of all sport. I mean, they can turn bowling into a huge bonanza, yeah. which is, you know, it's but yeah. uh, so I, I agree with you on that. That's pretty interesting. Uh, and it just dawned on me, you know, I suppose playing with the Greek was was great preparation for playing an artificial turf. I mean, you're used to hitting the ground pretty hard with concrete under it. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think even the, the turf is even a little softer <laughs> than, than, than our pitch in, in, in Kimberley. But uh, yeah, I think I might get a little bit more turf burn, but that's nothing we, we call it. Our, our doctor can't sort out. So it's, it's all good. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot now because uh, Rugby ATL puts this up on your bio for your site. And it talks about your time at Stellenbosch and says that you were an avid scholar. Now, um, I'm going to hope that's a true statement. And if it is, uh, do you have a favorite subject uh, that, that interested you? My favorite subject since school has been mathematics. Uh, I love maths. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, everything I studied was was in the line of mathematics. So it was exciting. Uh, I got my degree in financial and investment management. After, yeah, I, I tried one year of engineering, but doing that with rugby didn't work out too well. So went uh, to the financial part. Uh, and uh, enjoyed that a lot with uh, some uh, financial accounting and mathematics that was it played into my interests. So, yeah, it was fun. So, so maths, that's a bit of a surprise. I wasn't expecting it. I, for some reason, I thought maybe engineering, but maths, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to guess here, for those who don't know South African context, won't get this, but I'm going to guess that um, that uh, you probably did a little bit better than 30 or 40% of your matrix score to get into university. <laughs> I'm not too sure how the matrix stuff works, but uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was if, if you go on the normal system, I think a good A, a plus man, most of the subjects, I was, I was happy with that. My mom was happy. So I think if she was happy, at least all good. <laughs> I mean, my mom's a teacher, so she was happy about it. It's all good. Excellent. So now a, a couple of last notes here is that um, I understand that you enjoyed golf. Uh, did you play in South Africa or is it something you picked up in the U.S.? No, no, I've, uh, we played it all casually, but started in high school, I think, when I was 15. My dad bought me a set of clubs, and uh, after school, I bought myself a little bit of an upgraded set, and just in our off time, you know, rugby players love doing something that just gets you out of the game, so that's what we've, we, in South Africa, in Kimberley, that's what we get up to in most of our off time, in the off time, and I think we we try to do it here every now and then if, uh, if the body's not hurting too much get out and play a quick nine or something. So yeah, enjoy golf a lot. Well, South Africa is well known for a long, long history and even a recent history of really quality top locks. I mean, some great names in the game, Victor Matfield, uh, Evan Etzbeth, Lou Diager, some big names. And uh, I guess we can add Johan Mommsen to that list of iconic <laughs> locks. Easy now. Easy. Thanks, though. <laughs> well, uh, and, and one final note. Uh, another thing is I understand you're, you're, you're into video games. Is that true? Yeah, I do. I do. I've got an Xbox. I play some Xbox, FIFA especially. I like the soccer. And uh... Uh, no, no, no. Stop, stop. That's not a real, <laughs> it's not a real sport. I'm sorry. I'm Just sorry. on the console. Just on oh, the console. Oh, oh, on the console. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, well Johan, it, it looks like you're enjoying your time there. You, you've been with Atlanta since 2019, and uh, you, you seem to be doing quite well. This, this, this. Let me ask you one thing about this game this past weekend. This, this was Titanic. Now, I was in Jersey City to watch LA play Rooney, and that was their first loss. 
and Rooney hmm. found a way to shut their 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 try scoring machine down, and they managed to uh, beat them just on penalty conversions, eighteen to sixteen. You guys scored tries against LA, who has a tough defense of their own, uh, but you really held them in check. They did get a couple of tries that I think Coach Lawrence may have been a little disappointed that those happened, but still, I mean, you guys were amazing. Um, what's it like in that defense? I mean, that, that, I was on the sidelines at this game and, and, and I was just waiting for stretchers to come out. Eventually a stretcher did come out, unfortunately for one of the guillotinis, but, mm. but I mean, the bone crushing hits were just, you could hear those things, you know, on the other side of the pitch, it was, uh, it had to be tough. How are you feeling this week? You, you're a little sore. You're good. Uh, it was definitely a little sore. Uh, till yesterday, we got some treatment yesterday off day. So it was, was good. This, uh, this morning felt fresh. So, uh, yeah, I think we, we, we've been managed well going into this weekend pretty fresh again. So, uh, on the field, uh, I think uh, I haven't been in a spot where you feel so comfortable on defense. You know everyone's going to make the tackle. You know standing out wide, the guys tackling the big guys up front is just going to take them back. If it's you, you just accept you're that guy doing it. And I think everyone has, uh, has, has taken the responsibility on themselves of – being that guy to make the tackle. So it's no one on the field has all the the, the, the uh, responsibility on their shoulders. So I think everyone is pretty comfortable in the team if we get into a big defensive set. And I think it shows. Well, that was really awesome uh, performance. I mean, it's just, I've seen some amazing games this year. That one was, and it went right down to the end. I mean, if mm. you guys had broken, they would have won. I mean, yeah. all they needed was a converted try and they could have won the game. So they, they got within like eight meters of that try line. And then uh, Mark O'Keefe, um, you know, intercepted a ball and then it was turned back and forth. You finally got the counter rock of the game was over. It seemed to be a great deal of joy and elation after that amongst the players on the pitch over a hard fought win. So congratulations on that victory. And uh, five, you. five, you're welcome. Five consecutive ones. It's just, uh, it's pretty awesome. You go off to NOLA this weekend and then it's on to Rooney. As I told Matt Heaton, it's no rest for the wicked. Five wins. Can you catch a break? No, you got NOLA and Rooney back to back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Johan, uh, bye, bye, Donkey, for uh, your time today. I really appreciate it. It's a pleasure chatting with you, and uh, good luck this weekend, the rest of the season, and we'll get back with you hopefully in another conversation sometime soon. Thank you, Chris. See All you right. again. Cheers. Cheers.